Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Salette. And we're so happy to be back with you in this new year of 2023. Thank happy you for, for joining us. Yes. <laughs> Hope you all had a lovely holiday season and are recovering well and didn't spend all your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that includes Christmas gifts and uh, New Year's stuff mm-hmm, and things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're excited to start our fun resol- New Year's resolution of, you know, <laughs> working on this novel that we've been throwing ideas about. And so who knows if that takes off and who knows if it'll get finished? Who knows anything? Who we're, knows? We're excited about the prospect of it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it'll be fun. No promises, guys. So this is a podcast oh, yeah, that reads that. and reviews <laughs> paranormal romance novels. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, hi, hello. Thank hello. you for joining us. And if you are one of our dedicated listeners, welcome back. We're so happy you are here. Yes, and you are used to our antics in the beginning where we don't really know what the fuck we're doing. No. Yeah. We're doing all kinds of things. All sorts of things. But um, all right, I got a quickie for you. Ready, ready, ready? Okay. What is not really your favorite drink, but the drink that you have when you're at a party or at a bar that you are most relaxed when you drink? That I'm most relaxed. When yeah, I drink. where you're just like super chill, like more willing to dance, more willing to. I think anytime I consume rum, I mm. get pretty messy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rum is definitely like um yeah, I get pretty messy on rum. Uh, Cuba Libre is a little you know daiquiris or those mixed mm. drinks, mm-hmm. rum and cokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a little messy on rum. So what's I'd in margaritas? That. Is, that's uh, rum, tequila is, is in tequila. Margaritas. Okay, yes. And so that, you yeah. you and Jack Sparrow are very Jack Sparrow yeah. and I. But mm-hmm. why is all the rum gone? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for me, on the times that I did drink, like have drink, it was gin, gin and juice. Gin is yep, gin and juice. <laughs> me and Snoop Dogg. So you and Jack Sparrow, me <laughs> Jack and Snoop Dogg, and, I, and you and Snoop we uh or not we actually <laughs> know so, you hang out with him all the time all right all the time <laughs> that is what i do drink like if i want to start drinking and one of the last times that i got drunk was on gin and juice but i'm like a very happy almost too happy touchy feely person with gin and it's usually <laughs> the blue one Tangray. sapphire tang- i don't maybe see maybe they're all blue and i'm just thinking <laughs> No idea. Oh, Bombay. Bombay's blue. Oh, Bombay. Tangray's green. Bombay's blue. Okay. Bombay sapphire, especially. Then that's what it is. That's just the bottle I remember seeing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's one I would like let loose in the most. And I think that I can hang on to that a little bit longer without getting immediately sick. Mm -hmm. But like any other type of alcohol, I'm a goner. I'm done. Done. Yeah. I don't drink a lot of rum anymore, but... When I do, that's when I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> All right. Most recently was at the uh, bridal shower or the bachelorette party at that wedding we went to in October. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's when I was like, gee, I got to take her home. I have to. It's not good news. <laughs> You were totally fine. I was actually. Fine. You were totally fine. 
up. But I was feeling the alcohol a lot. You were feeling alcohol a lot. And both you and Emily were drinking. And, and so me had to lead you guys through down the, the grossest the, part of New Orleans. It smells like vomit and pee yes. and shit. And you guys don't have a good sense of direction. <laughs> While me and Emily were fighting about where the car was. I'm like, dude, I'm going the right way. And she kept fighting me on it. And I was like, no, I know where I'm going. Ah, but I got you guys back. You did. And none of us are gone. So that's good. Yeah. All right. For this story, this episode, we read Shades of Wicked, a night rebel novel by Janine Frost, narrated by Tavia Gilbert. Now, Kalina is going to explain to you the skeletal bones and the org chart (laughs) of all of (laughs) this world that's happening because she's better at it than me. I'm going to try. So (laughs) we have read three Janine Frost books before for the podcast. And all of the books are in her Night Huntress world, the universe of Night Huntress. The first one we read was Once Burned, which is the first book in the Night Prince series of that world. And it focuses on Vlad and Layla. And then we read the two standalone books, First Drop of Crimson, which was Shade and Denise, and Eternal Kiss of Darkness, which was uh, Minkeri's and Kira. Mm-hmm. And those books just stand alone. They don't have further stories to them. But this is the first book in the Night Rebel series, yeah. which is about Ian and Veritas. And there's three books so far in that series. So we may or may not be reading more. <sighs> You'll have to listen to this whole episode to find out you'll have to find out (laughs) so we meet veritas she is a law guardian for vampires which is basically a vampire police and she is heading into a brothel group orgy well i mean it's a it's a it's a brothel i mean it's a brothel yes she's heading into a brothel looking for a very specific vampire and she walks into what is a circus themed orgy uh very barnum and bailey yes (laughs) circus animal like you know ladies of the night dressed up in animal also men those exactly and women yes sex workers dressed up as animals and clowns and doing acrobats and fun things like that and in the Mm. middle in wearing just the ringmaster's coat and nothing else (laughs) i love it is ian Oh, I love it so much. So this is the vampire she's been looking for. She, you know, walks up, double checks by uh, examining very closely his penis. (laughs) Because at the base, he has a brand. He has this brand from a demon. He's a demon branded vampire. And that's why she's interested because he was branded by Dagon, who she has been trying to hunt down and kill for uh, 4,000 plus years. Mm -hmm. Yes, centuries. (laughs) So... uh, a little bit of time. <laughs> they have a lot of really fun, sexy banter back and forth. He is basically vampire man whore, and it is delightful. We have He's not had this so character great. before, and I love every minute of it. And she is like uptight law guardian. So it's a super fun combo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's basically like, I'm going to help kill Dagon. And then because he only has like two years left on his contract before his soul gets taken and possessed by Dagon and mm-hmm. sent to the afterlife. 
So he's kind of in a spiral situation about that. And he's like, oh, you're going to try to kill him? Okay, I'll come help. And they have this. First off, they don't trust each other. He uses magic, which is technically illegal in the vampire world. So she would normally have to report him, report him and, and take him in for punishment anyway. And he so he's using it on her to try to goad her and see how far he can push her. So she knows he's going to backstab her and, and he doesn't trust her because she's a law guardian. And they have a history because she supposedly was around when his friend's daughter was killed for being a half vampire ghoul human hybrid something <laughs> or other. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. We didn't read that book, so we're not sure. Mm-hmm. She knows that the little girl isn't actually dead. Turns out he knows that as well. But they but don't know think, that each other but knows. But they don't know the other one knows. So he <laughs> thinks she did try to kill his, mm-hmm. the little girl. And she's like, oh, I just want to tell him that she's not dead. Anyway, whatever. They have issues. So he doesn't like her, but he does kind of like her. And so they have, they, they make a pact where they have to, they make a bunch of promises. And if they break their promises, they will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like really intense pact. But yeah. That's their serious bones pact. will liquefy. <laughs> Faster than they can recover as it's vampires. the so. most intense pinky promise you guys have ever heard. And then they go on an adventure <laughs> that takes them all over the world. New York and some other fucking places. Actually, just New York and New Jersey, I think. But that's okay. That's enough. <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> New York and New Jersey. <laughs> But um, they keep trying to figure out how they're going to lure out the demon because he's super powerful mm-hmm. and they can't just and also like magic demons are immune to magic. So it's not like they have a lot of spells that they could work on or maybe not immune, but they have some kind of resistance or something. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot going on. And they go to a magic club and make a big scene where she drinks what's what is it called i don't even remember i thought i mean it was almost like red blood which it, <laughs> that can't be its name because that's dumb dragon right? blood no was it, it was dragon some no red, no it was red something uh I don't red remember. dragon it was oh. red dragon <laughs> both of us had it semi-right <laughs> we were almost there <laughs> Anyway, nice. it's it's drugged. It's supposed to be drugged blood that actually gets vampires drunk. Turns mm-hmm. out it's actually demon blood or vampire marked demon blood. Anyway, <laughs> it comes from a source that's usually being held captive. So she pretends to or she does drink a whole fucking ton of it. Yeah. And then they, they go on an adventure to capture and release the person who's being held against their will for this drug which turns out to be a really adorable demon doggy flying thing, which we love. Silver. Name is Silver. And then they get tricked into a fake marriage. And then his family and friends show up to intervention him about being married. <laughs> they come <laughs> they to try to annul the marriage. <laughs> they don't believe him. <laughs> and then they actually figure out that they probably are kind of into each other a lot. And they yeah. have a lot of really really good sex mm-hmm. um, and then they come up with an idea of how to trap Dagon and they do but then they also get a lot of other demons and then a lot of people die mm-hmm. and then Ian dies Ian dies guys and it's, it's upsetting so but, bad. but her father is essentially death the god He's of the death <laughs> grim reaper guys and so she like is like dad 
this shit happened to me and you didn't stop it and now you have to you owe me yes. you owe me this life you gotta bring Ian back and yep. so he does but it releases a whole bunch of bad souls into the world and none of them remember anything related He's to Dagon simple- yes so Ian doesn't remember basically the last two weeks of spending time with Veritas at all and that they've basically come to love each other and he just wakes up in he thinks is that same orgy that she had found him in uh-huh. and he's like wait this isn't right. he knows immediately something's wrong something's awry this isn't what I want and also his dick's not hard which is <laughs> a good <laughs> indicator he's not interested in the orgy <laughs> And he's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why am I not into it? And then he, at the very end, gets his memories back from it, death. Yes. Death shows up. Her her dad shows up and is like, hey, you still remember, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess you get to remember. Back. And that's the end of the book. Well, he goes looking for her. And then that's the end of the book. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> nothing else happens, right? Yeah, no, no. No, nothing. But he does leave. He's like, see you later. Orgy, I got to go find well, <laughs> the woman I love. I, yeah. You know, yeah, my wife and also the yes. woman I love. <laughs> it is good, guys. It's fucking good as shit. I enjoyed everything about this book. I know we previously had, like, early, early on, where we made fun of the way Tavia did Vlad's voice, which was yeah. really which was really rough. But Give us a break. It was episode five. It was. I mean, I mean, it was a long time ago. We were super amateur. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. But I appreciate, I love Tavia's narration and how she characterizes these people. And it's just, it's good. And it's engaging. It's so fucking good. Oh, she has done all of the books by mm-hmm. um, Janine that we have read. And this one in particular, she does things with Veritas's voice emotionally that will wreck you. (laughs) She's good. She reads, there's one sex scene in particular that she reads with such full-blown emotional quaver to her voice. Yeah. That it is like no, she played out I, like the orgasm almost, like the whole of it, but also the, oh, not just because it's not for even for in that particular one, it's not just the orgasm. Like Veritas is like feeling some way that she's never felt before. It's mm-hmm. like the emotion of it. She's always kept herself so locked up, yeah, and never let anyone who she's been intimate with or anybody else, even just a friend or anybody. In. She's never been honest and open with them about herself because she has to hide so much about who she is being half God, half vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little rough. And for the first time ever, she lets go of all of that with Ian and he accepts it and does some just, a, well, amazing sex things, but also yeah. just very emotionally open and honest things. Mm-hmm. And the way Tavia reads it is just, I was like in tears. I was like, I think that was the best sex I've ever read and had. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. No, it's and because not Tavia. What is her name? Veritas. Veritas. Uh, Veritas has to like she she puts up a, a front like a glamour, right? So she turns herself into something else to look a little bit more human I guess so she has this accent at the beginning of the book and it kind of falters in in between and stuff like that but I think it's that's when she starts to well she's showing her true self to Ian but also then she starts to get those emotions but just the way that Tavia reads it it really jumps out I was gonna say it jumps out of the book but 
it jumps into your earballs yeah so intensely and it's so good and i just love the scene i don't even remember which one it was one of the sex scenes where she is literally gasping as she's reading these books or yes. reading the scene it's good it is it's so good you get so, so enraptured good. by it yeah She's like, I don't know how like, she would read yes. it. I honestly, you couldn't give me that scene to read and make <laughs> me read it honestly like that and openly and no. realistically. You'd have to be recording me while I'm fucking. I actually <laughs> had sex. I and have I, to be. But guess you and I both know that recording would be silence. <laughs> Maybe a little moany. It sure shit wouldn't be words. No, there would be no words. Absolutely, there would be no words. So that even wouldn't do very much. <laughs> it's the reason why we don't read books. That it is. As a narrating is, job. <laughs> it is. It'd be bad. Yeah, she was fantastic. And uh, I know in the past we've rated our guys and like who we like the most and I'd be hard pressed to give Ian a top rating just because my emotional state wouldn't handle his playboyishness yeah. very well. I'd be a little insecure about the whole thing, but man, this guy is absolutely one of my favorite. He is characters. definitely a playboy. He is a playboy, but it's all a front mm-hmm. to hide a much more caring and just gallant person. Like mm-hmm. he also hides who he is mm-hmm. to the world, and so he pretends to be an absolutely frivolous sex crazed bonkers person and instead all of it is for a greater purpose to protect and save his friends and family and do right Mm -hmm. like honest to god do right and he still just carries all of it off with such panache and hilarity like it is i fucking love ian i just he's a brilliant character i think janine did perfect with him perfect with him when she created him and the way that he's like there is a <laughs> there's a fight like one of the fighting scenes where he bursts in and starts fighting bad guys because veritas was being attacked and he was just like i love this shit or something like he's like, like nothing like a melee in the morning or, yes <laughs> and it's just it's just so great and that's the type of character he is he's just like fun loving and just like open for chaos and fun and stuff but and he's yeah. but like you said his heart is in the right place though he may not be portraying it yes he might make you think he's not Mm -hmm. but he really is all the time and that's veritas's secret too yes she's pretending to be this really rigid rule-abiding guardian law guardian Mm -hmm. of the vampire system which has a lot of rules that she does not agree with but people think she does because she's that's her fucking job and has been for millennia Mm -hmm. but secretly she goes behind everybody's back and like ferrets away the truly innocent people who are just being persecuted for being who they are what they are and then goes after the people who are actually causing harm and uses the rules to get them. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking, it's so, so they're both pretending, he pretends to be completely flagrant and ridiculous. Yes. And she pretends to be chilly and frigid and upright. upright. And they neither one are at all those pieces. And it's just brilliant. I just love it. And I love because they're both incredibly old, powerful beings. Like yeah. She, she's not is, a human. She's not a human. She's he's not a human. He's not a human. So, so many of these books, the character, the, the couple is usually like one supernatural character and one human. It, yeah. At least in this world, the ones that we've read, I don't know about Cat. But no, because cats have vampire 
and she's got um, grave power. So okay. she, she starts off the series with power. Okay. So Layla and Denise, although Denise did have the demon thing. Well, she was demon marked. She didn't have powers. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah. It's she a does dynamic. now. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't when she started the book. It's a and she wasn't having that, that into supernatural shit. She knew oh, it existed, right. but she didn't. She wasn't like super up on it. And then, well, Layla had that weird electrical power, but it almost Ooh. killed her all the time. Ah, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then Kira straight up was just a human, but who knew about the supernatural and was trying to investigate. And had to, and then was turned into a vampire. Yes. Yeah. But that wasn't really planned. No. (laughs) But yeah, no, all of this, it's really interesting to have both of them be age old and powerful. The fight scene in the very beginning, they're literally kicking each other's asses. And but they are both holding back so significantly. Punches. (laughs) crazy yeah i mean they get into like a pickle at one point where she has to show her true powers where yeah. she saves silver and ian well she keeps doing she she keeps having to show ian who she really is yeah like, almost from the very beginning she and she like goes into this knowing she's probably going to end up having to do that like she's like I don't think I'm going to get through this without him finding out who I am. And she kind of is setting herself up to not survive this whole plan anyway. She is willing to go down Mm -hmm. if it means killing Dagon. It's worth Mm -hmm. it to her. So even though she could potentially live for millennia more, Mm -hmm. she would rather die now taking out Dagon than keep living. So she kind of has come to terms with the fact that she keeps giving up her secrets to Ian. And then she gets drunk and gives them all away. (laughs) She's She's like, like, guess what, bitch? I'm half deaf or I'm half God. (laughs) (laughs) And she just starts telling him everything. And he's like, whoa. What is happening? Yeah, she was so confident that this was not going to affect her. (laughs) She's like, I got this. I can drink you all under the table. Don't worry about it. And she did. Then she also got fucking shit faced. (laughs) Yeah. I just love that she, that was another great thing that Tavia did was play drunk. Her drunk voice drunk was so Veritas. good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> Even and her Ian voice is real sexy. It is. I, I usually because it's usually you know it's hard to have that di- when you're your you know your voice is a little bit higher because you have the woman you voice, feminine right? voice, and then yeah. you're doing the male voice, and it's just sometimes it's just, it doesn't work. But hers fucking worked. Like it got squishy during oh. the sex scenes. I. <laughs> She's the kind of narrator that you forget one person is reading to you. Yes, that's exactly you it. You honestly, her characters are so distinct mm-hmm. that you honestly just buy into it. And you're like, that's yep. Ian talking now. You know exactly. That's Veritas talking, talking now, yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And you just buy it. You're like, I'm all in. So I did. I just love that. I love that. Like, they fake got married, but real got married. <laughs> <laughs> It's always like that. There's never really a fake, guys. There's never a fake marriage. It's always real. But I just love because even like Ian was horrified at the concept. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, this bitch is going to make me get married. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because as we remember from Minkari's book, in Vampire World, a spouse can kill anyone you fuck. If it's not them, they have the right to kill anyone if you fuck outside of the marriage. And he was just like, "Uh, I don't want everyone I fucked to die. And I fuck a lot. And she's like, don't worry about it. I don't care. Don't worry. Relax. It's fake. She's like, I'll set you up with your own orgy. It's fine. 
<laughs> it's good. They have Ugh. a really great relationship and bantering back and forth and just, you know, I mean, obviously working together for the, the greater good. And they end oh, up yeah. defeating Dagon with well, the help no. of her dad, right? Well, no. he comes back. Yeah. He comes back. Yeah, he's everyone almost, is. He's almost gone. And then- well, <laughs> he's less powerful. Yes. <laughs> Whoopty fucking do. Because <laughs> they have him and all the evil souls that the were released minions. from inside of him yeah. that they have to capture the next yeah. three books. Yeah. And he has to go find her. And he has to find her and go like, look, I remember and we need to be in love again because <laughs> we're married. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So <sighs> we have to talk about the, the sex, sex scene in the fake vampire the, nightclub. The club. The f- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. What do you, do you know? What scene that reminded me of? That what television show scene that re- was totally a television of? show? Yeah, t- t- a, a TV show from our youth, teenage years that did that like knock down, drag out, fucking destroy the fucking building sex scene. Um, no, our teenage years. Yeah, late teens. Yeah, the only one I can think of is. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Give me a hint. No, it was a TV show. Okay, a TV show. Vampires were involved. If it was Buffy, I don't know. It was know. Buffy. I oh, didn't watch Buffy. Holy I, shit. Okay, we yes. have to watch this season of this one scene, this one episode of Buffy. It's Buffy Spike when he has a chip in his head that doesn't allow him to hurt people. Okay. Even though he's a vampire. They have brought her back from the dead. She died in the previous season and was actually in heaven but her friends assumed she was languishing in some kind of hell dimension so they bring her back to life and she's fucking pissed she was like come on all season she's like bitches i was in heaven and i was happy (laughs) and you brought my ass back to earth and i gotta put up with this shit now so she's in emotionally wrecked place (laughs) and all of a sudden like because he's not allowed to hit things and every time he does the chip goes off in his brain and it's excruciating pain but he discovers he can hit her and so he's like you're wrong you came back wrong but he's always also kind of loved her Mm. and they've had a real weird on and off like tense relationship and they start fucking and it is like no they tear a house down like this one scene at the end of an episode is them like just bagging into walls and like the next episode starts with them like in a pile of rubble like waking up the next morning like oh shit And they fuck? Oh, yeah, they fuck. Oh. It kind of starts out as a fight and it ends up sex. And then they have sex for the rest of the season (laughs) in a really dirty, like, behind the scenes way because she can't let anyone know she's fucking him. And it's real good. I think I need to watch that whole series. I haven't seen. I mean, I saw the movie. That's it. Uh With Luke Perry and... Anna D. Er, Swanson? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I haven't never seen the show. The show is good. I mean, it's okay. camp and everything, and I love it. But sure. <laughs> this, like, as soon as this started happening, and they were like literally tearing chunks of the floor out. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, this is Spike and Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> And I was in it. I was super there for it. Mm, okay. Yeah. I miss it because I don't. I didn't have that reference. Oh, man. Yeah. But the scene in the book was fucking fabulous. So Ian had glamored all of the humans that work in this, this nightclub. Club. And it's this cliche nightclub about how humans perceive yeah, it's a, it's vampires. A, it's a vampire nightclub. But yes. He's a <laughs> but real vampire. <laughs> yeah. It's run by humans and they don't know shit. Were they using it as like sanctuary for yeah. a bit? Yeah. Because they figured no one would look for real vampires in the fake vampire club. (laughs) 
At least none of their enemies, like the other vampires and the demons. Yes. They wouldn't come looking for them in the fake vampire, the vampire club. club. And they didn't, right? Like they were right no, about that. No, they were completely fine were all complete- night. <laughs> so he had to glamour all of them and be like, you don't see us, you don't hear us, and good. whatever, whatever. So they go hide up in the manager's office. And VIP almost- section. Oh, and the V. Oh, I thought they were like behind closed doors no they're in the vip section but it's a closed off them. door oh okay but they break the fucking building and That's so the, right. the staff keeps going well i can't see or hear anything but yes, the ceiling like, fell down <laughs> yes. so they're trying to figure out like why the walls are falling <laughs> and why there's broken furniture they thought they were what was it they thought they were being robbed or they thought <laughs> they just they... they called like the police and yes. the restoration <laughs> yes department because they're like something's happening to the building <laughs> two semi-invisible vampires are fucking around like literally fucking your shit up (laughs) but i mean like it it starts immediately he shuts the door and then he's on her Mm -hmm. and like they've had the sexual tension going obviously from the very beginning that first fucking scene (laughs) first see because they have a battle in that first scene and he's like turned on while they're fighting then too and naked and naked (laughs) oh i love the image of him wearing just the ring mask coat i know why is that the sexiest fucking thing i don't know (laughs) just dude the way he's described everything about ian just sounds fucking hot as hell he's got the um silver piercing on his dick and that's extra intense because silver is actually really (laughs) allergic to vampires yes they can't (laughs) but the demon thing like like, sort of helps him right no it's he likes pain (sighs) okay and Damn. then she comes to like it because every time he fucks her with it, she can feel the silver scraping and inside sh- of her. And, and she's, she's like, she's a vampire. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, that's pain and pleasure uh, all in one, too. It's so good. Yeah. The whole time he's, he's like, just let go. And she's not doing it because, you know, she's never done that. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like, I can't let go. I have to be so strong and locked down on everything I am. And he's like. I'm going to fucking mess you up until you you let go. I'm going to, but I will not let you come. I will fucking torture the shit out of your clit (laughs) without letting you orgasm Uh, until you let go. Because she at first kind of, she like semi let go and like just tore the shit out of his back with her Yes, she kept scratching him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yes. And she's like, no, I'm so sorry. She keeps apologizing. He's like, don't, I want you to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. give it all to me. Mm -hmm. And so finally, after he just keeps, yeah, he's torturing her and not letting her orgasm she's finally like fine and then she like slaps him (laughs) (laughs) and then tears the floor apart and he's like yeah let's go now oh it's so good it's it janine writes some really good men i mean like i know a lot of love her first but fucking spade was spade was my number one i mean spade was my number one for years yeah Yeah. i mean berg Spaderberg. I know. I Berg do is love my sweetheart. Berg. He is. Berg, yeah. And Spade is a. Li- now that I've met Ian, because mm. Spade is a little bit pretentious and Ian's so much more fun. Oh, he's way. Oh, Ian is way more fun. Ian is the guy you want to go on vacation with just to fuck around yes. and wear bikinis and fuck shit up, right? Fuck it up. He is who. That's who you want to party with and you want to fucking fuck with. Mm-hmm. Spade is the one that you want to have like a nice steak dinner with. <laughs> No, the other thing that uh, Janine can fucking do is write a shower scene. Oh, so, what is with that? It's She must be in the shower while she's doing it. She must just understand the beauty of the male body while in a shower. In the shower. Because... <laughs> 
so that good. our favorite scene, I think when we did our hundredth episode and we listed like our of favorite all scene time. of all time was the shade masturbating in the shower scene. The spade yes. Spade. Master yes, not shade. Spade. And that was from First Drop of Crimson. Oh. And then this book had a scene right after they meet at the orgy. Ian's like, I should probably shower. And she's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you what you smell like, but yeah. <laughs> You need a shower. But I also can't, like, I have to keep you in my sight. Exactly. Because he does magic. And yes. so she's like, I have to go with you and watch you. And he's like, all right, come watch <laughs> me shower. Like, come on. And she's all like, this isn't embarrassing. I've seen men try to play up their sexuality before, but usually they're really bad at it because they just yeah. are like hand on cock and just like, look at me, you know. <laughs> but, sp- <laughs> but Ian doesn't do that at all. He no, just showers, but in a way that makes her lose her concentration anyway. (laughs) Like, she forgets that she's almost essentially has him captured. And she's just like, how is his hand just moving really nicely all around his body? And and he has like a semi-flaccid penis, right? It's a gut semi, it's semi-erect. Semi-erect. It it grows during the shadow. (laughs) How do you want to describe penises? (laughs) Is the penis half full or half empty? (laughs) Yeah, and he does it so beautifully and sensually, and Mm. he's just lathering up, taking a shower. Yeah, I thank you, Janine, for another fucking perfect shower scene. I fucking loved it. That was beautiful. I have to go back and listen to this Spade one. (gasps) And wasn't there a really fucking hot-ass bath scene in Eternal Kiss of Darkness? With Mancaries? Yes. I'm pretty sure there was. Yes, where I think she's taking a bath and he comes in and basically like Help. digitally helps her out, but then oh, leaves. Oh yes, because Doesn't they weren't happen? quite having sex. They yet were. He didn't want to go yes, there. He didn't want to go there with her, but she and she was all for. It. She was like, "Come on, let's just fuck or something." Right? She yeah, was I down think for so. it, and he was like, "No," because well, this feeling... is when he still thought he was gonna die. Or yes, because there was that whole thing. Yes, that's right. I remember that. Hmm. That's like your. That's like Janine's mo. She's like, "It is." I like really it. good sexy shower mm-hmm. slash bath scene. I mean, as much as I fucking hate it in real life, Jesus, th- I these ones are so well perfect. In particular, Gosh. the two male shower scenes are perfect because it isn't actual sex. It's I, just oh. women watching men be super sexy in the shower. You know what? <laughs> and I'm all for that. That's so true. <laughs> That is so true. And it's not really sex. And we well, all know shower us. sex is bad, but it's like voyeurism for us. We like, love it's it. Like, we just <laughs> We're secretly ridiculously We're voyeuristic so... slash exhibitionists. Yeah. That we, we didn't all, know about. We loved we've we I think we have loved all of the masturbation scenes that we've had. Oh, they're our favorites. The I one on the fucking... porch, the one on the bed. All of those were just fucking. Great. I remember all of them because there's not that many. Me too. And they are legitimately my favorite scenes to read. It's just women secretly watching men masturbate. Mm-hmm. Is but mm-hmm. but the men knowing it, therefore it's not gross and perverted. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think in this case and in Spade's case, we're the only ones that knew. I don't think the other two knew. But I don't know. I think we had this discussion. Oh no, he knew. Too. Who knew? All of them? No, the professor didn't know. And At, when he started, because she wasn't there, but didn't he know she was no. there by the time he fit? No. no, because she made like a squeaky noise or something when he was done after he called her name and he looked over and she's like, eh, 
and then like ran away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then he chased after her. And then the one on the porch, the cougar one. Um, he knew because he could smell her. That's right. He could smell her. And I didn't think that he knew. I think he, he knew she was around. And so he did it anyway. <laughs> I'm almost 100% positive about so the good. cougar one. I yeah. give, I'll give you the professor one. I Yes. He, I don't think he did know. But then he wasn't embarrassed when it happened. No, no. He, he confessed to liking her. And she was like, okay. well, obviously he was masturbating. Let's to her. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but I also had a harder problem with that one just because of that was a, an age and a power differential. It that wasn't definitely was. It really, really was. But anyway, yeah. So I don't know. We just like those scenes and they're good. And this shower scene was, I mean, and it wasn't even like it didn't even end up sexual or anything. Like, no, he didn't. He didn't even masturbate. He just no. showered. But he, <laughs> he did it very sexy. Clean himself very, very sensually. Mm-hmm. And it turned her on. And that started it off. And what I also appreciate, and maybe it's because they're vampires and not uh, lichens or, you know, like um, were creatures. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. I could smell your arousal type of situation. No, it's not smell but he did know so there was that scene when they were going into the magic club before she drank all the alcohol Mm -hmm. and they had a little like back and forth and he made some kind of innuendo or something and she's like I will never have sex with you or said something very declarative about how this was (laughs) he was never getting his penis anywhere near her yeah and the whole time she's actively aroused by him at that exact second and he knows it from like the look on her face so yes. it's the most rid- he's like that was the most ridiculous lie I've ever <laughs> yes He's like, I I don't think he said he could smell her arousal, but I think he mm. could like... He could sense he, it or like... He could like sense it or see it or whatever. Like, I could see how aroused you were and you were sitting there saying, you'll never fuck me. And I was like, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's fun. He is. He's, he's so fun. So much. And so great when he has to be serious and has to be the true person that he is, where he's just so... He's empathetic and heroic and just like genuinely a nice dude but because he's oh. to put up this facade you know there was nothing like okay so there's two heartbreaking scenes obviously the end when he's dead yeah. and then when he, he comes back without memories i was like oh my god i'm crying <laughs> but before that when men carries spade bones and cat all show up and mm. no yeah vlad wasn't there vlad wasn't there Not, just no. the other ones just the other ones when they all show up and they're just like this is the most ridiculous thing we've ever heard of and they're like saying really awful things about him yeah <laughs> but she like keeps standing up for him like yeah. you guys are fucking jerks you're supposed to be his friends like what and they're just like but nobody would marry ian yeah. it's absolutely absurd and i was like these are your friends and it was yeah. really hard to wa- like that upset me i was like buddy you have played your game too well that your best friends don't realize what a gem you really are yes. <laughs> and she did she she defended him the whole time and and actually i think at that moment too he wasn't even really like no he was denying it he was defending himself at that point and that's when he started like that's when he told them why all this was happening with him like right isn't that at that moment no he never he's never he still even at the end of the book hasn't told them why any of it so happened. those were internal then what like how do you know the story of him being said you're saying he had to save his friends and stuff right mm-hmm so he is demon bound because he thought they killed Mancaries. So this is a book we haven't read, but it's one of the Vlad books. Mancaries gets killed. Well, 
a fake Mancarius gets killed. There's a lot of ghouls that have uh, shapeshifter properties, so they keep going around faking death. And so, <laughs> or glamored. They're either ghouls or they're glamored. But mm-hmm. anyway, there's a video and it looks like Mancarius gets killed. So Ian calls Dagon to bring him back to life and makes the deal. And nobody knows that but him. Okay. And that's what that mark is. That's why he's got a mm-hmm. limited time on his soul. Yes, because he made a demon deal to save Mancarys, and then it turned out Mancarys wasn't actually dead. I why do I vaguely remember that video? We've never read that before, right? Unless it did happen in the first book of Vlad's Vlad. book. I kind of remember something about a video. I know, but that, I guess that's possible. No, we're going to have to go back and. I don't, re- I do remember. I mean, I thought it sounded familiar too. Because <laughs> it do- like, I'm thinking back on it right now and yeah. Okay. No, we, we, we can't go through that right now in this book. We can't. But we can't, still. We can't. But yes, it might have happened in that book. Yeah. And that's when Ian sold his soul. But he doesn't want any of them to know that. And he doesn't want them to get hurt while he... Like, he had kind of resigned to just dying in two years. Yeah. And when she gave him the chance to at least fight Dagon and maybe win, or at least try, he's like, okay, I'll do that. But I'm not telling any of my friends. Because she's all like, we should tell these people. These people are fucking powers. (laughs) (laughs) How much better would this fight go if we had the fucking four of them on our side? (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yes, because Mancarius is actually real powerful he's he was a fucking pharaoh before he became a vampire (laughs) he's like one of the most powerful vampires that there is yeah and then spade's powerful and Mm -hmm. then bones is powerful and his wife has grave magic and all kinds of shit and vlad (laughs) tepish yeah get vlad out there come on (laughs) anyway so so they don't know and he doesn't want to say. So he's just pretending okay. like they just met and fell in love. <laughs> and she's like, that's not true. <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of adventure and like uh, story and stuff. like. So if you guys want to know about it, you're just going to have to go back and listen or read it yourself. You absolutely should read this book. Also, it's really good. It's, it's the best. Really, and really I'm good. And I'm pissed I do not have book two and three ready to listen to right now (laughs) (laughs) just saying yeah let's do our kiss and tell okay so we know that (laughs) that veritas drinks dragon blood no red dragon (laughs) it's not dragon blood and she claims that she's not going to get fucked up. It's not going to affect her. She's going to drink everybody. Then, which Kalina said she totally does. But she does absolutely get fucked up. It seems like it took a little bit to increasingly get more fucked up, right? So it, it was did. like when I took that a quarter of that tootsie roll once, <laughs> and it was had it was a weed tootsie roll, and it was the slowest fucking high I've ever had. And then it fucked me up <laughs> so much so that I no longer do weed ever. No. I do not do it. It was not good. It was you. not pleasant. <laughs> but that's, it took hours for it to fucking work. Anyway, this is what happened to Veritas with Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. So she increasingly got more and more drunk. So our kiss and tell for this episode is embarrassing drunk moments that we have had just okay. in, like ever. I mean, if you got some sexual elements to add to it, great. <laughs> I think that sounds awesome. I'm trying to come up with some. <laughs> Well, that you are hardly mine. Drink. I know. I'm all better mine. I know other people's. <laughs> well, sure. Everyone around you drinks and <laughs> yes. gets dumb, and you're like, ah, I saw that. 
Okay. Well, I think one that most people know in the group because they were there was Emily's wedding. Yes. Because my brother was bartender. (laughs) And pretty much any story that is like Alex was giving me drinks is a bad story. For some reason, that's the like blind spot I have where I don't notice how much I've drank because he just keeps giving me drinks and I just drink them. I don't question any of it at all whenever it happens. (laughs) And then the next thing I know, I'm crying on the floor in the back of the venue and a little girl is like, are you okay? Like a legitimate child. She's like, yep. why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I think I made it back there after, like as she was leaving. And in my brain, I was like, oh no, danger zone, run. <laughs> run, little girl, run. Please do not approach. <laughs> that was a good moment yes uh, yeah that was, and then i was like just yeah like crying and laughing all night and dr- drunk dancing all over the dance floor we have and to then- post that picture of us hugging in the kitchen because <laughs> that's the exact moment yes that was probably right after the little girl was trying was. to get me off the floor. I, I went and got you and then brought you into the kitchen and we were hugging for a long time and someone snapped a picture of it and then of course they took my keys which was super cool i'm glad someone took my keys and my dad came to pick up alex because he was still living at home and didn't have a car and so i was like drive me home because <laughs> i was so drunk oh, i wasn't gonna like other people were helping like break down the venue and shit and i i couldn't have helped. you would I, disappear you were gone i, we like, didn't I know can't where deal you with were. any of this and so, but I didn't have my keys because someone had taken them, which also had my house keys on it. So he drops me off at the house. I can't get in because John, my roommate, is also at the wedding. And I'm like, ah, I'll sleep outside. Go home. <laughs> on the- and somehow convince my father to leave me outside of my house. <laughs> and I do have drunk. drunk, drunk, so drunk. And I do have a couch outside. I had like a, a glider, one of those like yeah. metal gliders with cushions outside. And so I just laid out on that <laughs> until John gets home and lets me inside. And then I sleep on the bathroom floor face down. <laughs> oh, my! that I didn't know. I didn't oh, yeah. know you both sleep on the floor or oh, the bathroom yeah. floor. Well, I think I've I think I started in the bathroom. I ended up on my bedroom floor, but I did not sleep in a bed that night. I slept on the floor, face oh down. My, my hair was fucking perfect the next day. <laughs> when I went to get my car, everyone's like, your hair hasn't moved. And I was like, yeah, I didn't sleep on I it. I didn't sleep on it. <laughs> That's so good. And I don't even know how to get it down. It's got 10 hundred pins in it. <laughs> But then Uh, my mom found out my dad had left me drunk outside. Oh, yeah. And was pissed. Not happy. Not happy. Not happy. No. (laughs) I'm fine. Everything's fine. John came home. I got inside. We're all good. Life is fine. We'll never let that happen again. But no. But that's probably one of my most embarrassing evenings. It was very intoxicated. I yeah. was. I was super drunk. Yeah, I am such a prude with drinking that I really don't think I have my own story. I think once I almost fell in the fire at one of our camping trips and Chris had to put me to bed because Dan was also drunk. <laughs> 
So when the two of you get drunk, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad because, <laughs> you know, but like that, I think that was the only thing that I could, the story that I can remember. But my brother Belize. And, and Dan, was I drunk in Belize? Oh, no, Dan was. Are you talking about Dan? Wait, what? Weren't you drunk too? I never, Didn't I, they have to put you to bed the first night? No, that was Dan. I know we had to put Dan to bed. I understand that. But you? No. Mm-mm. Oh yes. No, yes. I didn't put Mimi to bed. I was in the shower for about six hours. <laughs> Not six hours. Like two hours. And yes. And Chrissy came up and checked on me. And then yes. Emily came up and checked on me. No, I wasn't put to bed though. Oh, okay. Uh, the, uh, the most embarrassing thing about that was that I was showering naked in front of two of my girlfriends. Like <laughs> which it's me. Come on. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't embarrassed. No. I was like, hey, get get in the shower with me. They wouldn't. <laughs> No, but Dan was that night. Oh, we all thought Dan was going to die. Yeah, yeah, no, I think we all did too. If it wasn't drowning in the pool, it was going to be that fucking spiral staircase. The slick ass tile and that spiral staircase. That was so dangerous for even a sober person. Yeah. And then Ryan's turn was the next night. So, (laughs) no, but I think one of the best stories was between Selah and Dan after one of my football games when I was Mm -hmm. on a flag football team and my team got them so fucked up because they were coaches Mm -hmm. for the team that I had to drive them home. But instead of driving home, we went to an after party at a friend's house where they couldn't get up off the lawn. And I have pictures of this. And then finally, like two fucking daisies out of nowhere, they both just spring up and from the grass, run upstairs and outside the house and then get into the scion. <laughs> so I'm driving their asses home. Selah's laid out in the back and and uh, Dan is in the passenger seat and they're both panting <laughs> like fucking dogs. <laughs> they are both panting. And then all of a sudden, one of them, I don't know which one, goes, window, window, window. And so I rolled out the window and not two minutes later, the other one goes, cold, cold. <laughs> So I roll up the window and I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to get these two fuckers inside the house. And the whole time, I think this was the time where Dan was like begging me not to go over to Jeremy's house. He's like, please, I don't want to go to Jeremy's house. Please don't take me to Jeremy's house. I'm like, we're going home, you asshole. <laughs> Ah, that was one great moment. I've had plenty with Dan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, better stories, but I think that one was pretty funny. And mm-hmm. I not, not really that embarrassing, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I, do, I don't know. Can you remember any with me? Oh, uh, Patrick did catch me and Dan having sex in Emily's house when mm-hmm, I was a little mm-hmm. intoxicated. That was embarrassing. That really was. I mean, as much as a... not voyeur what is that exhibitionist Exhibitionist. as i think i would be i was sort of like oh no i don't i didn't want that to happen i think for my golden birthday which was 27 Mm -hmm. i think i did some pretty embarrassing things because i had a lot of people over for that party and paul and i kept leaving and have sex in the bedroom (laughs) and then just coming back into the room and I was like, later on, like retroactively, I was like, well, that wasn't very sneaky. Oh, no, I mean, we all kind of figured well, there was enough of us and to I'm keep like, each other entertained. But Why would I do that? 
That's true. Fucked up. Yeah. Well, I was drinking Goldschlager. Oh, well, for your golden birthday. It's my golden birthday. So everything was covered in gold and I was drinking Goldschlager. Nobody does anything good on Goldschlager. No, no. 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 That's the devil's alcohol. It is. It is the devil's alcohol. (laughs) That's why there's gold in it. (laughs) To pay pay the devil to take your soul (laughs) and fuck it up. Awesome. Right. <laughs> yeah. So funny alcohol stories lead to our fun fuck fact of the episode, which so as we've mentioned, Veritas, she gets super drunk on Red Dragon and manages to basically blow all of her secrets to Ian that yeah. one night. Mm-hmm. Like he finds out she's not just a vampire. She is a vampire slash something demigod whatever yeah that she started naming off all these different phoenix and uh uh, mm-hmm. uh which phoenix a- made a lot of sense because that bitch well, dies ash- and comes back yes. from, from the from their ashes from the yeah. dead in the ashes yeah phoenix made sense but um and all kinds of other stories like other like she basically told him phoenix she, seraphim she, and all sorts of other yeah but she also was like i your friend's kid isn't really dead i knew it oh, that's, that's why right. i you know did this and then i i've been secretly saving all of these people who you think i've been killing and this is just a whole bunch of shit she just tells him like everything and yeah. like i'm gonna kill dagon and this and that and so the article I have is, does alcohol make you tell the truth? Because <laughs> it seems like for Veritas, which whose name actually means truth. Oh, I didn't is, know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is in like Latin, I think. So this is medicinenet.com. And it is, does alcohol make you tell the truth? Medical author, Dr. Shruti M., does not have a full last name, so that's not helpful to me. <laughs> and medical reviewer is Palavi Sayag Utekar, MD. So, and it kind of goes through, it's a lot of debunking of alcohol thoughts. And also then it's a whole bunch about treatment and um, detoxing if you have alcohol problems. Mm. So that's all good stuff at the end for people who might need it, but I'm not going to read about that. (laughs) (laughs) But basically alcohol can cause complex reactions inside your brain, reducing your inhibitions and impairing your cognitive control. So it affects the gamma amniobitric acid receptors in the brain and the central nervous system, most notably affecting motor control inhibition and the risk or reward system so your inhibition is lower you might say shit you didn't intend to say (laughs) it overloads your working memory impairs judgment and affects social rationalization or the ability to tell whether something is socially acceptable heads fucking in friends bathrooms or during a party for your birthday Things that maybe in retrospect, you're like, I normally do that, but okay. Mm -hmm. So the result is that when people drink too much, they may share personal information or secrets they may not otherwise share, or they may respond quickly without thinking and say whatever is on their mind. So that does feel like it's a truth serum. But to be fair, the rest of the article is like, just because somebody says something while they're drunk doesn't mean it's true. Right. They can lie. (laughs) 
fact. And many do. And many do. Um, it can also make people fabricate stories, respond with emotions they don't really feel, simply react based on whatever they're feeling at the moment. All these things which aren't necessarily truth. But there is something to this, that inhibition piece. And then, of course, it goes on with like excessive alcohol is harmful and why? And mm-hmm. <laughs> detox and treatment for addiction. So, you know, it's a good article. Yeah. In yeah. truth, no, it's not exactly a truth serum, but you may say shit you didn't intend to say. <laughs> it's so a watch yourself. Serum. It's like, ooh, <laughs> what did I say last night? <laughs> cool. That's so, yeah. good. All right. Well, let's rate this thing. Okay. I really loved this book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The sex was really good. I loved the storyline. I loved the storytelling. And I love Tavia's narrating. I think it was all good. I think I can fairly give this a 10, honestly. I 100% would give this book a 10. Yeah. I was so engaged the whole yes. time and literally super upset I don't have the next two books to read immediately. <laughs> Because I just need them. I need more Ian. I need 100% more Ian in my life. And I need... God, her last act was so fucking perfect. I know. To just let him go. So heartbreaking. There were so many emotions in this book. So many. And she still managed to be true to his desire of not telling Cat and Bones the truth. Mm -hmm. She she told enough of the truth about how they were hunting a demon and... It all, you know, they kind of won, but kind of lost and all this, but not telling them that he like that he had been demon bound and and was in danger and she didn't spill any of his secrets while doing that and still was able to like get them to help him yeah once he woke up without any memories of her and everything that had happened and yeah yeah and they played their part at the end and the sex in this book was super good and there was a scene so both of them have trauma and they both have rape in their past yes that was something i was going to bring up um which isn't happy notes or anything positive to talk about i guess we can like the only bright point is for both of them it was hundreds of years ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) so not recent so they've moved on and they've dealt with it in their own ways but there was a scene where they were borrowing somebody's house or something and so they didn't want to tear it down because they've already done so much damage to that club (laughs) and so they were trying to come up with ways to have sex without breaking everything and Ian was like you know I'll tie you up and she's like ropes don't bind me with vampire and a god god vampire (laughs) like whatever and he's like well i'd use magic and she's like okay and they think about it for a while and she does well no because he he does tie her up first before they have this conversation he like puts the ropes on her as they're talking about it and he's like what you've never played with bondage and she's like not consensually and Mm -hmm. he immediately took them off like yeah it was the first like he had those ropes off instantly because he realized what she had been saying was she'd been held hostage and raped and so he was like oh shit no we're not gonna do this and he was so good with her mm-hmm. on working through that kind of thought process and what they could do together and uh, it was just yeah yeah and she was the same with him when he was like yeah well Dagon couldn't do anything with me after was it Dagon who had attacked him uh, or was it a different 
he was he was he, or like raped. he tried or no something. so so he was raped in the penal colony i think when he was sent away from england All- in his brother's place right right, right that's right. when he was raped he was still human at that time and he killed the guy and broke away yes dagon wanted to fuck ian that's what it was he and tried ian and tried. played into it for a long time just enough to steal from him and leave him unsatisfied mm-hmm. thus why dagon was chasing him for years right and he had to hide himself from dagon he wasn't going to give in to him but then he needed him to save who he when he thought he had to save men carries right yeah. like but no carries. so that's why dagon was pissed at ian for decades was because he wanted to fuck ian mm-hmm. and ian was like yeah yeah we'll do that no cool no mm-hmm. problem never and never then he got to did it yeah. and he stole from him instead <laughs> so Dagon's a little pissy about that yes. situation but no as far as I could tell from the innuendos and everything they said he didn't actually fuck Dagon da- he, he tried yeah okay. well Dagon wanted and just didn't get that's right yeah he wanted satisfied but, uh, yeah okay yeah, yeah. The, those parts are it's it's few. It doesn't last very long. If that's a trigger for anybody, and they don't go into any. Well, details, and it's not. But it is like mentioned. we don't get the scenes. Right. There's like, it's no not, scenes. There about isn't it. a rape it's just scene mentioned. or a, it, But yes, it is mentioned yeah. as their past and their history, and mm-hmm. they both have. They both have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they also both sleep with both genders, which is super fun. It's awesome. <sighs> But yeah, a 10 overall for me. I agree. I just fucking loved it. I think and she writes really goddamn hot sex scenes. Yeah. And she's a and, great writer. And they use their magic. Oh, my God. His, oh, we didn't even talk about his spell. <sighs> Which one? Which one are you talking about? The one the where truth he one. put his oh, hand. Wait, like, he, yes. he basically oh. gave himself a second. Ma- like he, he made mouths. it. So anything he did with his mouth, she would also feel on her clit. Yeah. Cause like with as his if hands. she. At least, yeah, that he would, ha- he pretended to have a mouth down there too. Like, yes. basically, so she could fill his mouth in two places at once. Yes, so good. I actually wrote that down. Yes. I that wrote was that such down. a good. She was like, I fucking love this. He's spell. like, he's, ma- he was literally making out with her mouth and his hands were his, like, other, like, his second, he turned into his mouth were down there uh, with her clit, making out with her clit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good. That was just a beautiful scene. That was so good. Mm. <sighs> yeah it's really hot sex and if you don't listen or read this book i don't understand you as a person <laughs> why are you listening to this podcast come on you guys you know this already oh so good okay all right yeah cool now for our next book friends we are going to be reading his fate is book one of the bound beyond blood series by a.k graves narrated by nathaniel gray I know nothing about this book. Do you know anything about it? I, too, know nothing. Great. So Sometimes that happens to us. I know. Sometimes you might have a little bit more information about the author or the book series or just something. You have something. Yeah. One would think. (laughs) I would. But Hey, you don't always have to. You know, I got to stop depending on you for that kind of information. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. His Fate by A.K. Graves, guys. So join us again for that. Um. He's a dragon, so you know oh, that's hey, fun. We haven't had a dragon in a long time. It's been a while. We just did two back-to-back vampires, which yes. had been a while since we'd done a vampire. Yes. So yeah, but no, yes. we get we get some dragon love here. Yay! Back to dragons. Sweet. All right. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you, and you can reach us on social media at Shh Dirty Books on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can email us directly at Shh dirtybooks at gmail.com and in all those places it is shh with three h's 
And you can visit us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. And if you can rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you, Jim Townsend, for the music. And with that, we'll say goodnight. This is Sayla. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylet. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>